Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Horror Movie News. Today, we are doing a year in recap for the year of 2018. Pretty much, we're going to be giving you our top five horror films of the year, also our top three guests that we had on the show of this year, as well as our least, or our top three least favorite horror films of the year. And also, we're going to give uh, some thanks as well as uh, like what we're thankful for, because it is the week leading up to Thanksgiving. So without further ado, it's Thanksgiving time. This is Horror Movie News! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Huh? I said that was like almost subdued for you. Subdued? You're already in that food turkey coma. Ah, yes. And then you get excited for a chat. Yes. Yes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Horror Movie News. Uh, let's get right into it. I am your host, Anthony Becerra, and with me I have, as always... Hey, how's it going? Carrie Lane here. Hi guys, I'm Ollie Drennan. Yes, and we are all here celebrating this special occasion, our year in review. Granted, I know, I know the year's not over yet, but... Uh-huh. It kind of is for us. <laughs> Almost, yeah. <laughs> for the most It'll part. It'll come fast, so we'll be like, and it's done. Yeah. It's, it's those darn holidays ruining everything. I, I, I know, right? Come on. Uh, but we do have some ho- some horror, some holiday horror to talk about, so we, we will be discussing some, a little, briefly, there's a, a film that, that that's right up the holiday horror alley. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. So uh, pretty much I want to discuss where you can find us. So you can find us at on our on our YouTube channel, the Popcorn Talk Network YouTube channel, at YouTube.com. Slash the Popcorn Talk Network, as well as our Popcorn Talk Network website, popcorntalknetwork.com. And lastly, on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us there and reach out to us at Horror News PTN. And lastly, if you're one of them podcatchers out there who just listen to us and don't watch the show on YouTube, um, you can find us on iTunes and everywhere, pretty much everywhere you can where you can find your podcast. And recently, we have been on Spotify, which was very exciting. Yes, yes, I know. It's great. Um, And yeah, so that's where you can find us. And let's just break down how we're going to do this show. Pretty much, we do have some releases of the week that we want to go over. (laughs) After that, we will will do our top five uh, horror, horror movies of the year. Followed by our top three guests of the year, mm-hmm. our favorite guests. And we're closing it out with our least uh, three favorite movies of the year. And then we'll do some shout outs to our people, to you people out there. Mm-hmm. And also, we are going to uh, announce the winner for the Suspiria poster. Yes. So, yes, we do have a winner this time. So, pretty excited. Um and without further ado, let's get into it. But uh, Carrie, do you see anything going on in the chat? Uh, well, we're waiting for the answer with so much anticipation. JLS Comics said, I saw Overlord since last episode. And we're all like, and? <laughs> well, what did you think? Because we already talked about it. Yeah. So if you catch up on a movie late, that's cool. Just let us know what you thought. Leave comments. Let mm-hmm. us know. And we have a live chat if you couldn't tell. Yeah. This guy, Hey Ho, hey Ho Studios, the number one horror movie of the year is Rideshare by far. Bold Rideshare? statement there. I haven't not. Yeah. I was like, I have uh, not heard of that one. But please enlighten us in the in the chat. Yeah, yeah. give us your Rideshare is on Amazon Prime. Speaking my language, ah, okay, means it's free and I can access it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's get into it. So let's let's get started oh, with. Uh, oh, it's good. Uh, yeah, sorry. Before we get started, JLS Comics chimed in. I definitely saw what you guys are saying about lots of war tension, not of horror, but it had an interesting grindhouse feel. Oh mm-hmm. yes, definitely. yes, yeah. Like we, we well, I believe I mentioned uh, on the show how like the the blood and gore of that did feel very grindhousey, yeah. very um, very ta- ta- Quentin Tarantino esque. You know, uh, and you know how mm-hmm. he loves his blood splatter. So when you see someone get shot, you see that blood splatter everywhere, mm-hmm. and it's really nice. Um, definitely like a <laughs> like a. Sort of like a heavy metal feel to it, which it reminds is, me of uh, Planet Terror, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking about as well. That's mm-hmm. why I see how like Back in Black by ACDC mm. was like suitable for the mm-hmm. film. You know, um, just a fun. Yeah, I guess it would be a fun grindhouse a fun, war yeah, horror, fun. war like horror movie. So back to rideshare too. Hopping back to that one night, one stranger, one hell of a ride. Hey, 
Okay. <laughs> we'll have to check out. I read that one. So that's fun to find the ones on like Amazon Prime or Netflix that maybe get buried that you're just like, I haven't heard yes, about yes, yes, yes. So let's let's kick it off with the releases of uh, for this week, and also the well, there's one in the future. But um, pretty much, I wanted to share this one film that I learned about called Anna and the Apocalypse. Um, so. For lack of a better, tr- or like pretty much a quick, brief description, it's a kooky horror comedy musical involving a zombie apocalypse during Christmas time, and involves teenagers. Uh, they're in high school, and shenanigans happens. It's it looks great. Uh, th- I have a clip here that I think encapsulates like the feel of the film. Granted, there is it is a musical, so there's no singing in this uh, clip. But it's still pretty great. It's a musical, so, and you found the one clip without singing. That's not. That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. Yes, I did. So, so for our audio listeners, they're in a bathroom stall, and they open the bathroom stall, and there's a zombie there of, like, a middle-aged woman. Like the cleaning lady? Yeah, the cleaning lady. They push her back. Her head, Oh, the, her head falls in between the toilet seat, and they smash her head in off-screen. It's that all off-camera. What a weapon a toilet seat is. The top of the toilet hey, seat you know, can yeah, be dangerous. Right? And there's, like, blood splatters everywhere, like, right after the first one, which is, like, <laughs> it's insanely gory. It's, like, un- absurdly gory, which is funny. <laughs> um, and then they're, like, yeah, they're looking, they're walking back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they walk backwards, and then, like, through the through the wall, more zombies break through, and it's pretty funny. So oh, I-, I like that whole, like, diversion. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, Very good. Yeah, so what do you guys think about that that little clip? I, I kind of want to see more now. Right? I have to check yeah. this out. I've heard about this movie from friends who saw it at film festivals, and they loved it. And mm. so I'm excited. I also love musicals and zombie comedy ones. So I'm like, yes. And Christmas horror. And Christmas like, horror. Christmas Yay! horror, yeah. So it's a lot of genres. It's like yes. Shaun of the Dead with like a Christmas story slash La La Land, I guess. I don't with know. With some grease <laughs> thrown up in yes. there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> some uh, blood lightning? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Um, brain smashing, uh, uh, yes. Um, so yeah, it is going to be li- limited release on the on the thirtieth of this month, but then a uh, full theatrical release on the seventh of December. So that's nice. Anna and the Apocalypse. Uh, the next film I have here is uh, The Possession of Anna Grace, which I believe is also out on the 30th, because we did our box office mm-hmm. bet with that ahead of time, right? Um, yes. And uh, yeah, so just, I don't have a clip for that, but I have the synopsis to The Possession of Anna Grace. A shocking exorcism spirals out of control, claiming the life of a young woman. Months later, Megan Reed, played by Shay Mitchell, is working the graveyard shift in the morgue when she takes delivery of a disfigured cadaver. Locked alone inside the basement corridors, Megan begins to experience horrifying visions and starts to suspect that the body may be possessed by a ruthless demonic force. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so it okay. sounds fun. <laughs> so it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's um, looks like it's going to be like a... Her, like, leading the charge for most of the film and uh, crazy, creepy, mm-hmm. kooky things going on in this morgue. Maybe it possesses other bodies. Maybe it's a, it jumps around. At least a new location for a possession movie. Yes. Um, I don't think many are. Let's do it in the morgue. The autopsy of Jane Doe is probably mm-hmm. the only one I, that I can think of as of just this moment. But that wasn't really a possession. That was more like a weird demonic slash like ethereal thing because it's like anyways that's 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 a film to watch if anything but yeah that's the possession of anna grace and that's the uh, releases of the week and uh i believe the releases i'll try to do the releases of the week on our social media mainly instagram mainly because it's more aesthetically pleasing and i like the pictures that we can do Mm -hmm. and it's just you can write more so it's like you know i'd rather be writing more than you know the whatever characters we get on twitter anyways Well, well, yeah, you got something? Oh, just uh, some people are chiming in with their top films of the year. Oh, please snap. let us know those. And then if you're watching it later, please comment down below as well so we can see those comments later. Rugged English says Venom was the best. Oh, that was a um, good, good movie. I like it. 1922 was second. Ooh. And uh, it was cool. Oh, it was cool, but that wasn't this year. We're also, the other thing is it's a little tricky. We're talking 2018 yeah. only. Right. Yes. And there's a lot where, like, oh, yeah, no, it came out, but when did it come to theaters? Unless right. it went straight to VOD. Right. Uh, and fourth, uh, they said, was Apostle. Apostle okay. was fun. I liked Apostle a lot, too. 
Um, yeah, so without further ado, let's get into our top five horror movies of the year. And we are going to include uh, one or two honorable mentions yes. just because like, we love horror films that much. Yes. Um, disclaimer, though, everybody. Be- ah, my phone keeps dropping. Disclaimer, though. Um, there are films that we we did not see all the horror films out I there. Yeah. We did see a good amount. Personally, I think I did see a, a solid amount. And there's still more I need to catch up on mm-hmm. like like after I'm on break and stuff. Um, but yeah, just a disclaimer, we're not saying that, like, we've seen everything. Like, no, no but we saw a good amount. Mm-hmm. Or know? even it's just our opinion, like, Venom's not on my list, but, but I'm like, it was film. really good. Yeah, I really liked it. But yeah. when I'm thinking on the horror movies of the year, other ones beat other ones out. So. Oh, yeah. Just so y'all know. Yes, and how we're going to break it down, pretty much we'll start with our number five, our our number five of the, out of the five. And then um, we'll go down the line. I'll give my five, then Carrie, then Ollie. So that's pretty much how we'll go until we get to our number one. Okay, so I'll 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 start this off. So my number five horror film of mm-hmm. the year has to be Suspiria, and this this might come as a shocker because I love the Suspiria uh, original film a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this this film was good. I really like this film. I really like this film. I didn't get it. That's the thing. I, I I haven't seen it enough times to fully grasp what it was. But mm-hmm. regardless of me getting it, I really enjoyed the film. I think Luca Guadagnino is a masterful director. And also the cinematographer he had on that film was a genius as well. Um, it's very different from the original, but it's, it's different in, I think, the best ways possible. Um, it's just a really great director behind behind the behind the wheel um also it's an art house horror film which i think is 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 a nice breath of fresh air i personally like those um and i think mia goth is just so great in that um i think she steals the scenes for me personally more than dakota johnson i think dakota johnson's character was a bit flatter on the on the uh, overall um also Twitilda Swinton is a freaking goddess in the film like she plays three roles in the film one including a man that she had she made him ha- like do prosthetic like mm. genitalia for oh wow yeah like it changes how you stand and everything I guess so Carrie, yeah, I, I did drag in college for, and you had show. a prosthetic. No, oh, but, um, okay. I was like, you got, you got. A- I, someone else in our group had like a fake one. Yeah, that's commitment. I was okay with a sock. Oh, right on. <laughs> I'm usually okay with the sock too. Um, <laughs> they also they also brought on the original Susie, the main character, the titular titular character. They brought on her, uh, the original Susie, played by Jessica Harper oh, from wow. the original, into That's this cool. new film as well. So I thought it was really really fun. Um, and yeah, so Suspiria is my number five. Carrie, what nice. you got for us? I was like, where did our Okay, um, I thought my number five choice is Assassination Nation, nice. just because that came out of nowhere, and I liked how raw and just wild it was, and that's literally the world word I walked out of the first person I told that I saw that movie to. I'm like, it was wild, yeah, and that's what I liked about it is because it just like no, it's not perfect, but I like that it took those chances to be crazy and over the top, and I. Uh, I like the social commentary of it. I like the girl badassness. Uh, it is also trans friendly. Uh, they have a character in the, and they like they don't make a big deal about things that are different, but like they acknowledge it. Like it felt real world, like real world conversations. Right. Uh, Just felt inclusive. Yes, it felt inclusive. Thank you. And then uh, real world, like oh no, what if everything on your phone that you've ever done went out everywhere, and you just go, oh, shit, My no. Mom would cry. <laughs> You're like, I hope this never happens. Because like even like not saying you're sexting or whatever, but like anything could yeah. go. And uh, so I thought it was cool. And yeah, good update on the Salem witch trial with like modern. Commentary. Like a modern, a modern witch, yeah. witch hunt. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I still need to catch that film. Um, yeah, you've you've always you've been talking about it for a while now. It's like, yeah, it's one that I think the more I thought about it after I liked it and like because it's just so. So you gotta let it sit for a bit. I think you have to let it sit for a little bit because uh-huh. there are things where since the dialogue is so snappy and real, sometimes they overlap and you maybe don't catch it, but that's right. okay. That's not the point. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Right I recommend on. that one. Okay, so Carrie's number five is Assassination Nation. Moving nice. on, Ollie Dreamer, what First, you got? I just want to say, like, I, I need still need to see both of your top five. <laughs> and those are two. Yeah, I need to see three. So, like, so spirit, yeah. oh, I need to see both of those because they sound really good, especially Assassination Nation. Um, but my five is actually.
actually Annihilation, you know, yes. kind of like a yeah. sci-fi horror. This okay. movie was Queens. just like, uh, literally, this was kind of, I, I think I've said it before when we talked about it previously, it was kind of the arrival of 2018, you know, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Amy mm-hmm. Adams. It was yeah. just, it definitely stuck with you, and I just thought it was such a beautiful film, yet it was so terrifying at, mm-hmm. the, terrifying at the same time. The scene with the bear. Oh, with, yes. the, with the moaning, the human moaning. Yes. Uh, so creepy. It's but so good. That's the scene that I'll like, well, I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, like I said, it was still very beautiful. And just the the music. Yes. The Natalie Portman, that female-leaded. Uh, Gina Rodriguez, t- Tessa Thompson. We Killing yes. it. Gina like, was amazing in that, too. Mm-hmm. That freakout scene she has, mm-hmm. like when she just loses it, she snaps. Oh, it's so good. And then her ma- getting mauled by... Oh. Sorry, spoilers, guys, but it's boy, been out for a year. Yeah, our boy Oscar Isaac was oh, in there as yeah. well. Can't forget him. Mm-hmm. But definitely one that I, stuck with me and I had included on And it was list. such a brief role, too. Like, a brief part, but it does stuck. Mm-hmm. It sticks with mm-hmm. you because it's so uncanny, like, how he plays this weird character who comes back from this area and he's completely changed because mm-hmm. of it. <laughs> I Fantastic like it's his choice, film. and you're just so excited about it. No, <laughs> well, mainly no, I love it. he's um, going to talk about it, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it is um, on my list, not going to lie. JLS Comics says, I love sci-fi horror. Good pick. I do love sci-fi yeah, horror, Yeah, because I feel like, yeah. it's, like it's very hard to do like a good sci-fi horror sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rugged Alex English. Alex Garland. Chimes in also, oh, geez, I didn't know it qualifies. Yes, it does. We talked about that. We're like, yes, it's sci-fi horror. Oh, dude, it's, uh, that movie's horrifying. And said Annihilation is the best movie I've seen this year. Yes. It, Thank it, you, Rugged I, English. It's one of the best I've seen, I agree. <laughs> to that sense, I know what my best movie is. Uh, anyways, I'll go. I'll move on to the next one. You're full. Um, another one with a, a really great monster as well. Um, mm. uh, my number four is A Quiet Place, yes. Yes. directed by John Krasinski. Uh, my God, people love this film, and I am one of them. Um, it was just a great, solid, made film overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I, he just he knocked it out of the park. The, the tension in this film is great. The uh, the the film devices of um, making certain scenes or moments could be in complete silence because of the character. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Never forget. There you go. Because of the character of uh, Reagan, who played by Millicent Simmons, who Mm -hmm. is also deaf, which was also like a point of like why I like it too. Um, And how like some scenes are just all shot in silence because the character is deaf and also the actress is deaf. And it's like all levels of meta and cool. And I just think Mm -hmm. it's great. Um, And also, she's just like the acting is fucking phenomenal in that movie. Um, and the fact that Emily Blunt wanted to be the wife in the in the film, and she, she, he didn't ask her, but he mm-hmm. he 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 did ask her read the the script. And after she read it, she's like, "I need I need to be on this. Like I have to do this." And I thought, like, just learning all that stuff, I think it was great. Mm-hmm. And the ending, how it ends, is so badass. Like I'm like tearful, but also like hell yeah at the same time. She's I agree. Ch- I was pumps, a spoiler, but not spoiler. Shopping. Open ending, but it's an okay open ending. It's, it's a one of the few where ending. you go. I am okay with that open ending. Too uh, many horror movies, you go, really? Hunter? Yeah. Too. This is like, hell yeah. And like, yes. I'm cool if it ends here, but also, like, if you want to continue it, I'm fine with that too. Yeah. Yeah, you know? As long as it's done well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, and then also they, they, they kill a kid, like, right right yeah. at the top. Like, mm-hmm. that is some balls right there. Like, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I like that shit. <laughs> so that's my number four, A Quiet Place Off for those reasons. Carrie? Uh, before I say mine, Wellington Smithopolis says number one, A Quiet Place. Two, Mandy. Three, Summer of '84. Four, Hereditary, and five, Annihilation. Ooh, That's a good one. That is great. That's I some like good that. one. All right, so my number four is Mandy. Also, hey. another film that just took weird, cool direction, and I like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's not your regular movie, and sometimes that can be really fun. Other times, it's puts you off but this one i was like oh yeah the it's crazy psychedelic and technically it's not as horror as it could be but it's like how much it's influenced by the drugs you go ha that all makes sense and yeah. like that would be the world you would see and just how it was done is really cool and another fun wild ride is you're not going to see something where you go oh i've seen something just like it though in watching it i was like it's like turbo kid in the like <laughs> desolation area yeah. kind of when they're on but, the bikes you know, they're influenced. They I, I watched behind the scenes. And the director was influenced by 80s film and pop culture. Yes. And so you see that in other ones. And 
it's not like it feels redundant. It's just it, it has a familiarity that you dig. You're like, yes, if I liked it in that thing, I'm gonna like it in this. So cool. It's cool and it's weird, Mandy. But in a good way, weird, Mandy. So that's your number four. Though I'd say if you have no, if you have no idea anything about it, please don't watch the trailer because I think knowing information ahead of time, you just are kind of like, all right, we get it. Hurry up and get to something. Yeah. But I, I try not to read anything on it. Just just watch. Just go it. into it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Ollie, number four. Number four, my grindhouse pick would have to be Revenge. Ooh, uh, nice. So good. Uh, it's really hard. To, I think it was kind of hard to catch, actually, in theaters, but mm-hmm. I remember watching it in theaters and just the crowd reaction. Oh, I saw, you saw it in theaters? I saw it in wow. Five nice. yeah. on Sunset. Mm. And people were just, like, cringing because it is very, you know. Yeah, that flashlight scene. The flashlight scene? Yeah. When he has to take the piece of the flashlight glass out of his foot. Oh. Yeah. And, um, that is ridiculous. When she's burning uh, that oh, beer can right. on her stomach. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. whole, like, symbology of of her like uh, being a phoenix rising out of the ashes Absolutely. and then having the phoenix on her belly like tattooed <laughs> to her like seared into her just the female empowerment in this film i feel like i'm not even a big fan of revenge rape but i feel like because you have to do revenge rape like done right like right. you yes. need a really good uh resolution mm-hmm. and i just loved it it was such a bloody good time oh, and that's, that's it's very bloody i had to include it because like you can literally uh you you just like that so many scenes in that film like just stick with you for yeah. sure especially like i didn't even i actually forgot about that that one scene about the freaking foot okay. yeah dude that was the one part that's the one that gets me i was like oh but yeah if you haven't seen it please check out revenge it's under a lot of people's radar but um yeah definitely on the uh, vod platforms for sure you mm-hmm. can find it yeah i watched it on like amazon or something mm. i don't remember nope. uh jls comics said uh number five cam did anybody Cam. Yeah. I think that came out recently on Netflix. Okay. I think I heard about that recently. Uh, Four, Cloverfield Paradox. Unpopular, I know. LOL. Mm. Okay, I was about like, "Mm hmm. Uh, Three, Annihilation. (laughs) Two, Hereditary. And one, A Quiet Place. Nice. Great picks. Great picks. All right. Now we're on to three. Three, yes. Uh, my number three is, uh, I won't say too much about it, but because you already said a lot, Annihilation. Mm-hmm. I loved this movie. Oh, my God. Um, mainly, okay, some highlights, just highlights like the bear, of course. Yeah. Also, one of my favorite things at the very end when um, the, the, the being presents itself and it forms her, like, yeah. not fully herself, like, doesn't copy Natalie Portman mm-hmm. just yet, but um, copies her form, and they start, like, moving around, she starts mirroring her, and they start, like, doing this dance. I just thought it was so beautiful and poetic, and um, that, that part really stuck with me, and uh, and just, like, the music happening to the score, it's, like, a 10-minute long score, because I do listen to it while I'm, like, reading, and it's so, so good. Um, that's, that's my number three pick. It's, it's just some, it's just a fantastic film that I think went, I think it went a little bit under the radar because there wasn't really yeah. much hype for it. And or it was much the beginning re- of the year too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a lot of people didn't really know what it was. Um, yeah. I think even after people don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's all like, just like a metaphor for, for cancer too. And also like guilt that you can live with and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's my number three, Annihilation. We do got to pick up a little pace a yeah. little bit. But yeah, that's my number three. And for you, Carrie? Uh, number three, A Quiet Place. We've already talked about hey. how amazing it was. I think the thing that was even more amazing is how it affected the audience. I know some oh, people didn't yeah. have the best experience, but my audience went Quiet. silent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People eating their popcorn stopped. Like, you didn't want to do anything that made noise and i thought that was a phenomenon i'm like this is amazing that everybody's just so affected by you were just so in it yeah and i think that's what made it stand out than most movies of like that was such a cool experience and the movie is really awesome too but that coupled with it is great great take i agree yeah definitely mine was quiet place for number three or two as well Oh, nice so i completely agree with you carrie and the fact that like you actually paid attention in that movie like a theater mm-hmm. this is why theaters are so relevant like i don't want to theaters should not they're not dying anytime soon at least in my book mm-hmm. because you are forced to sit there and just be immersed and that was a film where you were literally immersed the crowd was like totally behind the film and like it's just like it like, if you were to watch that, you wouldn't get the same experience if you watched it at home. Not right. Same, you know, no. because you have all these distractions. You have your phone. Granted, you could still text her in the movie. But, like, <laughs> I I didn't. I was yeah, so no. invested. I was invested in the story where there was no dialogue. Mm-hmm. Right. There was a little bit here and there. But, like, it was just, like, 
it was showing you everything mm-hmm. that you needed to know without words, and I thought that was so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yes, the visual language is is superb in that film. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Have either of you heard of The Endless? M.K. Songbird said The Endless is a great sci-fi horror film. Oh, The Endless film. is amazing. I did watch that, too. I, I did not see I that. saw that. I went. I actually went back to Orange, Orange County because uh, they have the Frida in my home city, the San, uh, Santa Ana. Oh. It's, it's like coming up as like a... I remember you talking about it. Yeah, it's like a little art house uh, theater where they just show all classics and also like new oh, cool. up-and-coming films. Like Mandy played there. Like yeah. All these like up-and-coming... like lower smaller limited release films get go there one of them was the endless and i saw that i it was a it was a fantastic film um it's pretty much these two boys um who escaped like this cult actually end up going back to where the cult like campgrounds they're not it's not really a cult but it seems like a cult but it turns uh, i'd rather not say but there's some very sci-fi elements Mm -hmm. to it and there's a reason why people can't leave that area yeah it's pretty great um all right so number two is uh summer of 84 i loved this movie um i'm not one from the 80s but like it made me feel like i lived there for a time watching this film um it was so it felt so authentic in what it was presenting to um in the, in, the, in the context of like the time frame um i think the suspense in this movie was really great too um and the ending is super shocking and super like they go there and mm-hmm. i'm just like <laughs> like when it happens you're just like you're just destroyed. Like, it just destroys you once you see what, if you know what I'm talking about. Like, that ending scene. Um, it, it's heartbreaking, but I like a movie that can, like, break me like that. Like, I think that's really cool that they had the gall to, like, do that. And also, it was directed by RKSS, Whee! Roadkill Superstar, which we had in, 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 in our, in our, um, as, as special guests. So it made it even more special. Like, I thought that was amazing. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I said, the directors are amazing, and that's my number, my number two, it's one of my, uh, favorite horror films of this year, for sure, I need to own this on DVD, Summer of 84. Nice. Carrie? Uh, number two, I would say Upgrades, when asked in the chat, does that count? I'm like, yes, Upgrade was amazing. This was a movie that I didn't really know much about, saw a trailer, was like, this looks like cool action, and it just blew me away, it was so fun, action was phenomenal. Uh, the guy, main guy, we're all like, oh, it's a knockoff Tom Hardy. No, 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 he carried it so well. Logan Marshall and, Green, I believe. Um, yeah, and he, he was so comedic to be, mm-hmm. it, very similar vibes to Venom. Yes. This is true. Um, but, you know, how he acted, and it was just very entertaining to watch him. And then there are directions it takes that was kind of nice, because you think like, oh, yeah, it's totally going to go this way, and it changes it up a little bit. It's not just very... I know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, that ending, I, I did like, not yeah. see it coming at all. So I liked that one a lot. And it has a lot of potential, like the, the world it built. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, can I get more? I really hope Lee Whannell follows up on that. Also, it was directed by Lee Whannell, who's, uh, he, he wrote, he was like the, the writing partner for uh, James Wan and everything. Okay, He's nice. He's been like behind the scenes. He's been like the shadow of James Wan, and mm-hmm. I want him to be as, more of his own person. And he came, yeah. he did Insidious 3, which is one of my favorite movies as yeah. well, mm-hmm. from the Insidious verse. And then he did Upgrade, which I really enjoyed this year as well. And I want to own that film as well. Uh, Great choice. Yeah, thank you. JLS Comics in the chat. I liked Upgrade way more than I thought I would, right? It's yeah. you go like, yeah. And it's such a, like, just a solid film. It's mm-hmm. nice and short, and it, it delivers. Yes. Uh, and also, real quick, Sky Patterson going, I'm going to go backwards. They said five Overlord, four Unsane, three Ooh. A Quiet Place, two Upgrade, woo, and one Halloween. Which yeah. is else's list. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Number two, Ollie. Uh, sorry. Throwing it to you. Uh, Hereditary. <laughs> yes. I, such a good film. It was something that, like, you were talking about how it broke you, uh, Summer of 84 broke you. This movie broke me. Oh. And, like, I know Carrie wasn't a huge fan of it, but, like, I love just, like, dissect. I loved uh, dissecting that film, like, mm-hmm. on our episode that we did about it. And there's just so much thought and so much effort and so much symbolis- symbol- symbolism. Symbolism. Symbology. Symbology up in that film. Right? Tony Collette. Can we just talk about Tony Collette? If she's not if she's not nominated for an Oscar. I'm a riot. Um but gosh, it's such a good one. And I think a lot of people just need their horror to like make sense automatically. And I feel like hereditary really you needed to really see it a couple times, dissect it, listen to some podcasts, listen to our podcast. But uh 
it's just really well thought out and such a unique film. And I, Tony, you'll talk about it more, I'm sure, right? Yes. Are you no, handing it to me? Yes, okay. Absolutely. Great segue to my number one. Da 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 da. Hereditary. Yeah. <laughs> I love this movie so much. I when it came out, it blew my freaking mind. I'm like, this is this is like. This is a movie. This is something I can can't even compare anything to. Um, uh, it's for me. It was not redundant. I don't know about uh, you guys, but I really enjoyed this film. I think this debut by Ari Aster is just phenomenal. Uh, he is definitely really confident as as what he's what what he's doing with his craft, and it shows on on the camera. Um, Tony Collette is so freaking amazing, and also mm-hmm. uh, Alex Alex Wolf. I mm-hmm. Alex or Nat? Oh my god! I think it's Alex. Wolf. Alex Wolf, right? One of the Naked Brothers bands. <laughs> <laughs> like, who knew he would have just like just blown us away? But with that performance, oh, like he's also amazing in that. Yeah. The way he shuts down after that car scene is beautiful. Oh, Millie Shapiro. Yes, she's fantastic. She gave us the whole like. Come on, the whole theater. <laughs> Everybody was clucking around. <laughs> Tongue popping here and so there. So I really hope it gets an Oscar. If it doesn't, I'll be very disappointed. But, you know, Oscars, I'll just, you know, by that point, I'm just like, Oscars are whack, whatever. True. <laughs> yes, I actually own this film on Blu-ray, and I tried rewatching it the other day, and I could not make it past the, the certain scene. I was coming up, and I was like, I'm not doing no, this it's to so, myself. Oh my, when that first happened, you already know how y'all felt. We yeah. all felt the exact same way. And last thing is just that you see, I feel like every time you watch that movie, you uh, notice something new. Yes, exactly. And how everything connects. Connects, yes. The dollhouse symbol, uh, symbolism, like, oh, so uh, good. Yes. So good. And that movie, like, no, yeah, so I talked about how summer broke me, summer 84. This one destroyed me <laughs> for days. Like, three three days afterwards, I was like, don't talk to me. I'm, I'm in my, I'm in my feels, like. I am. I was. I couldn't talk. Like I was depressed <laughs> for like the next three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so and uh, yeah, that's that's my number one right there for you, um, Carrie. The one we just talked about a second ago uh, is Summer 84 is my number one. I also think the environment I saw it in did help. It was a midnight screening at Sundance. Midnight audiences are so fun. Sundance is so cool. Um, And then Sundance is great as well. And I think it was such a great movie. Yeah, it totally transported you to the 80s regardless of if you actually live there or not. Not that I did, but... um, I think, like, how they told this story was great, and it's, I don't normally like, I I prefer supernatural horror more, like, something not in regular Mm day-to-day life, and this is very much real world, but I think they handle it so well, and it's so engaging, and all the kids were great, and yeah, they just go places that you, oh my, you're like, what? And it's just an excellent film. As soon as I saw it, and I came back, I'm like, everybody needs to see this movie, and so I was so excited when it came out, and other people could see it, so I'd say Summer 84, if you want a good horror film it's good mm-hmm. it's just so good solid right on ollie unpopular opinion number one has to go to halloween just <laughs> the excitement that i was going to the theater and now it was just such a good time watching it with my little sister uh, and just seeing the performance of jamie lee curtis take back that crown of the original scream queen yes. she's here to stay i don't care what anyone says and slay and michael myers such an iconic horror antagonist and just kind of getting everyone hyped and going back to those original films the, the confusing timeline um and my girl virginia gardner as vicky the babysitter oh it was just such a good time it was so fun i'm sorry i loved it you do not have to be sorry for liking it. Yeah, okay. Sorry. You all are don't talking about hereditary, and I'm sitting here. I don't feel any of that about that movie, but I love that you both did. Exactly. All right. So that concludes our top five for uh, of 2018. Pretty our much. favorite. We our should favorite, go that way. Our, our favorite, favorite, our favorite five. of the year. Favorite yeah. five. Boom. <laughs> Yay! All right, so now we're gonna get to our, our 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 favorite guests that we had here. We do have to move it along. We're running out of time, yeah, but that's fine. Um, okay, so my favorite I already mentioned it a little bit before, but my favorite was RKSS Yay! Roadkill Superstar, the trio Francois Simard, Anouk Wissel, and Jan Johan Johan Carl Wissel. Um, to have all three in the studio was such a blast. They were so funny and they were so humble. 
And just, it was such a great time. I'm sorry you guys could not be here, but Evan, Mac, and myself held it down, and we just had such a blast. They were so funny. They're super nice. They're, yeah, they're so nice, and then, like, we'd comment them. They'd be like, oh, thank you, and, like, they were so humble. Like, mm. they, weren't, they were not pompous or anything, and they, they, you could tell that these were people who just loved film uh, growing up, and they, they just loved it so much they wanted to recreate what they loved, and they ma- they've made such a, I think, such a heavy mark in, in horror, I think, and it's, 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 they're, they're great people. So I loved having them here, and I loved that I got to talk to them. Yay. That was my number, my, I went with my number one. I was going to say bad. we're doing one. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I went straight to one. My number bad. one. Um, I guess my number one, I said Joe Lynch, if only two, it was our first big one. Mm. Uh, we got dressed up, and oh, yeah. the movie was so good. Mayhem That's was great. Right. We did dress and up. And he was just really oh, a fun <laughs> guest as well, and I felt like we all had just great energy in the room, and it was very interesting hearing his approach to making that film, and it did help that we all liked the movie. You had long um, hair. Yes, I know. I'm like, we need to redo design our thing for the next season. Uh, yeah, so I just thought this one was a great experience, and I'm pretty sure this was like our first guest. I think it was. It was one I of went our back. Earliest guest. Yeah. We did have the Sandman. We had a uh, Amanda oh, yes. White. Oh, that's right. Yes. right. Uh, Colin. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, this um, was our first in studio guest. There we go. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it was so, awesome go too. Go Joe Lynch. And I remember go watch, watch Mayhem if you haven't watched. I know, it was so good. And like, I'm all that wasn't this year, but I'd put it as like, go watch. it. Yeah, I was very nervous for that one. Uh, I, I remember watching like, all guess. those movies. Yeah, yeah. so it's a big deal. All right, Ollie. Uh, I don't even have a particular order, but it's okay. Perry Shen. I really enjoyed Victor Crowley for an Asian actor to be mm-hmm. able to lead a horror film. That's always awesome. Um, and he was just such a good time, like chatting with him and talking about the film. I haven't been that excited about like like kind of like a I don't know if you'd care how to like a slasher because. Victor Crowley was like a slasher. Yeah, it's like a fun slasher. Yeah, Yeah. and it's like there's lots of comedy in it as Mm -hmm. well, so it's totally Mm -hmm. a good time. And it's funny how the comedy is from like how people get killed Mm because it's just so insane. You're just like, what? (laughs) And those that just happen. They always have like horror, like uh, like people who are uh, uh, what's the word horror icon? Not not, kind of icon. Yeah. Yeah. So those films are always the horror game. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and also Perry Shen to be the only one apart from the main actor who who plays Victor Crowley. um, I'm forgetting his name right now, but yeah, him and the, the main actor who plays Victor Crowley being the only ones in all four films, which I thought was really fun and special. So it's nice to have a person who was in all four films. Yeah. And also because we had him on, I saw the great film, uh, Good Luck Tomorrow, which I just ended up loving as well. So if it wasn't for him having him on, I would never have seen that film, which Better I Better Luck Tomorrow. Better Luck Tomorrow. Thank you. I love that movie. Yeah. That movie's amazing. It's yeah, great. Yeah. It's a great, uh, uh, drama. Yeah. Um, all right, Carrie. All right. Uh, Number two, I'm like, wait, there's mine. Yes, Sev Ohanian and Natalie Kwasabian. I thought they were, they're the producers for Searching. And I really... Sorry, no, I can't believe I forgot about Searching. <laughs> oh, you were here for that. I was, I was, I was well, in the somebody did oh. include Searching in their top. And I was like, that's kind of a horror. It's a thriller. So that's where it'd be like, honorable mention. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't okay. put that as much in horror. That's a thriller. Ugh, yeah. Well, choice. like, upgrade I put in horror, but searching it, say no. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Uh, yes, so I thought they were great. They were extremely insightful in, like, what the role of a producer is and what they right. do. Right, yes. Uh, because mm. I feel it's a profession that many people are like, I don't know what that means. And just how they work together <laughs> and how they approach their films. And this film in particular I thought was really great. And they just were both so chill and had this... Uh, you know, very welcoming attitude, and you know, you just felt like you're having a regular conversation. Like they wa- they were excited to talk about what they did, and uh, they were excited about their project, which yes. was really fun. And, and they're just really, a- really nice too. And it was an incredible project. At yeah, that. like that movie was awesome. Yeah. So good. Um, I just realized I forgot my number two, but that's fine. I'll give it up to you after yours, Ollie. <laughs> you forgot your number two. Yes. All right, so, go, so go ahead and give uh, us your number two, to- Ollie. Toby Nichols. Oh, that guy. From the dark. He's so cool. He was so cool. I'm, I'm really excited for him, to, and I want to see him in more. Like, yes. He was in American Horror Story, so mm-hmm. like he needs to get on that main cast. Mm-hmm. He has Young lots, Danny Rand. Lots of talent. Like, I'm excited for his future, Like, because was, I was like blown away about how like such a 
great interview that was. And mm-hmm. I just loved hearing him talk and just his insight. He's a really cool kid. Yeah, he yeah. handled himself really well. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Very it. Very professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked him. Uh, yeah, I hope to see him again. He said he really enjoyed the, the interview. Hopefully he can come back for whatever yeah. or he might ha- have. And also, oh. I love that movie, too. The Dark. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, we have a question from the chat. Rugged English. Was Jurassic World a horror type movie? More Dinosaurs are like, like a monster. monster, so yeah, yeah they're adjacent. Yeah. Sure, uh, Sky Patterson, like... thank you so much. All of the guests of Horror Movie News were my favorite. I don't have a number one favorite guest. They were all absolutely spectacular, intelligent, inviting, and strong-minded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll put, semi we'll rewind. Edgar Alves gave some new movies. Number one, they said for Searching, yay, Quiet Place, Venom, Summer of '84, and Clove Hitch Killer. Oh, that's the one that came out last week on VOD, and mm. I want to watch that. Yeah, it Thank looks really good. Thank you for really your good. top five. Right on. All right, who's I'm your glad number someone two? liked that. Yes, my number two will have to be the legendary godmother of horror. Yes. <gasps> I was so Lynn I was so freaking, I'm like, ah! Oh, Lynn freaking Shay. Lynn Shay. So cool. She came through on October 8th. She was promoting Scream Fest. She was the ambassador yeah. for Scream Fest. And my God, just like having the star of all the yeah. all the uh, insidious films, mm-hmm. just ah, uh, so cool to have her on here. Mm-hmm. She was, knows her horror. She was in Nightmare on Elm Street. I forget which number, but she was in. She was like mm. a teacher. Yeah, no, was she, she was a teacher in, in Nightmare on Elm Street. Horror yeah. icon. She has yes. like over two hundred like IMDb acting credits. Like it's amazing, and then to have like to feel her energy in the room, mm-hmm. like she's so you know she's the age that she is, but she has so much energy and love yeah. for life and passion for everything. It was so cool, and also she shared how she didn't really have a passion for acting, but she just kept doing it, and then she developed a passion for it, and mm. that like inspired that's me. Yeah, because that's inspired me because I always struggled with not having a passion for something in life and yeah. i always felt like is there something wrong with me mm. like what am i doing like I'm, i feel like i'm just drifting through life and she came around and she's like she, it was a really special moment for me because she showed me like it's okay to not have a passion for something just keep doing what you like to do and eventually that will turn into a passion yeah. mm. and here i am at after buzz i've been producing and i've been editing video and like it's slowly becoming a passion of mine mm. and i freaking love it so nice. i have to owe it to lynn yeah. Shay. She's an amazing woman, and I'm so honored to have her on our show. My God. Yeah. I'm sorry you guys couldn't be there for that one oh, as well. Yeah. I'm happy you had <sighs> Yeah, but we're happy that you had that moment Yes, we're glad she came in. Yes. Uh, number three, Andrew, uh, Andrew Shulkin and David Bruckner Ooh, from The Ritual. The Ritual, yes. Which I'd say Ritual is my honorable mention yes. as yes. well as Before I Wake. Yes. Those was, two were. Also, just to slide mine in, The Dark was my honorable mention. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I just thought, um, they were such, they're really cool guests. Mm -hmm. They both are very mellow, but really interesting. Mellow is funny though. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Because some guests, we have high energy people and they were just very relaxed and just their experiences talking about it and how they did the monster was great to hear those kind of behind the scenes of like, I don't want to know how you did Oh, well here we can tell you all about it. And it was great to have the director and cinematographer having a different kind of perspective. Right. Because cinematographers maybe don't get as much credit of you know you go oh it looks cool but they don't really get to be on interviews as much of talking about what they do and they were just such a great team working together and yeah just super funny and Mm -hmm. that was a really good one too Uh, also shout out to um russell fx which Mm -hmm. we did the interview Mm -hmm. with them as well i would say if we had an honorable mention for a special guest (laughs) russell fx would be one of them for sure Uh, i thought that was great Nice. Uh, thank you, JLS Comics. You guys got some legit guests this year. Hey, thank you. Yes, we did. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Ollie. No, definitely. I agree with that. Same, same here. I love them. And I feel like just talking to them, uh, you've kind of felt like you were like a part of like the crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah. stories and how they explained everything and just broke it down, every giving us all the uh, behind the scenes mm-hmm. information. Like I felt like I was there with them and yeah. experienced it as well. And I've never felt that way through like an interview. I was like, wow, these guys are really cool. And I think it's just kind of mm-hmm. because of their disposition of how like chill out they were. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. just a really very com- inviting, very comfortable yeah. environment for an interview. Mm-hmm. I agree. And my last one, my number three is Seville Hanyan and now. Natalie Kasabian from uh, Searching the Producers. Yay. I thought that was an, a fantastic interview. Um, I really did like that insight that they gave into what producing actually was. Mm-hmm. They were really able to like 
re- they knew what they did. They knew yeah. their craft and they knew how this f- film came together. And also just seeing their excitement of like the success that they were getting from their film because they're like new producers in the game mm-hmm. and seeing them be like, yeah, it was crazy, man. Like, let me tell you about it. Like, it was just such a cool feeling how they wanted to just share everything and their experience with us. It was just such, it was just a special thing. And I really enjoy, I really enjoyed that, that interview. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's our top, that's our top three favorite, uh, uh, special guests that we had on our show. Now we're going to move into our top three least liked films of 2018. This will go by quick because we don't got much to say <laughs> about these films. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Or maybe real quick, like one, sen- one sentence. Yeah. One sentence. One quick blurb. blurb. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. For this one, let's do start off on the yeah. number three because I, I, I jacked up that last one. My That's bad. All right. all right. So starting off with number three, mine was is The Nun. Um, only saving grace was the acting. It was not that great. I did not like it. <laughs> um, yeah, convoluted storyline, all this other stuff. Mm, yeah. Uh, mine, number three, was Truth or Dare. I thought, overall, <laughs> it was a really fun movie. And they had so much, like, here's my monster. is exactly why they're doing it. And then it just swam blah, 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 and died at the end. I was like, ah! Oh! It's finally a horror movie that gave me everything I wanted. And then, like, they just destroyed it. Mm-hmm. Right on. Uh, I have to, like rearrange mine I would say number three is actually the Cloverfield Paradox uh, just because I was expecting a lot more from what mm. from it because I love Cloverfield and I'm interested in expanding the universe yeah um, but it was just kind of like sad it was very it meh it wasn't what I wanted yeah it was very yeah. meh yeah very disjointed as well <laughs> I felt alright my number two is oh god this movie The First Purge everybody mm. um, I do like the the inclusiveness of the cast and everything and the, the people of color but it's just it was just not a good movie mm. I did not enjoy it um, some of the set se- set sequences were not great at all although they, they try to make it seem like really cool things and I was just like no this mm. does not work for me um, so that was it that's, that's my number two the first purge i did not like that movie uh number two is hellfest i was so underwhelmed with that movie i wanted so much more from it uh after working at horror theme park there were certain things that no that doesn't it's not how it works (laughs) and maybe they take it for granted but it just again such cool potential and not even what i expected just the potential it had was so good and they just didn't deliver Agreed. Or I, I mean, not agreed. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm not sure. Uh, and then also, real quick, but I would I say you. honorable mention because I liked it, but also another one that had potential. JLS Comics says Winchester, mm. great potential, and eh, it was okay. <laughs> I wouldn't put it in my dislike. I couldn't bring myself to watch that one, but yeah. it's all good. Ollie, uh, number two, Truth or Dare. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, entertaining. Enough said. <laughs> I never have to see it again. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, and number my, one. my number one, uh, I'm sorry, Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be Halloween. I, mainly, I messed up because I wanted more from it and it just did not deliver. I can see that. So, I have my own critiques of it, so it's okay. Yeah, so, so that, that's, that's one of the, that, one of the few times of the year that I saw a film, I was just like, this is not, I, I don't like dis- this. You wanted yeah. more, it was a disappointment. Yes, um, I'm. Sky Patterson agrees in my Hellfest. Woohoo! And Truth or Dare in First Purge. All right, uh, yeah, for me, Hereditary. Uh, as a film, it is a good film. As a personal enjoyment, <laughs> I didn't like anything really about okay. it. I found it very predictable. The allergy thing was so spelled out that it was no surprise that bad stuff happened. I didn't care about anyone in the movie. And then it was just like, eh, I don't care. So it didn't. It didn't make me invested. It's hard, but as like cinematically, it's great. First time director, great acting, great. Just eh, as a personal watcher, no. Okay. And my number one would be the nun because I realized that was all I'll say is that I was just a horrible cash grab. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know, it made so much money, but it was just a cash grab. It had potential to be so much cooler too. Try to be funny, and it was just n- not scary. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that was a huge disappointment. Taisa Firminga, I like you. I love you. Yeah. She was like the acting was great, but that was about it. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's our least uh, top three least favorite films of 2018, and that ra- that, that pretty much wraps us up. Um, so just some quick ni- announcements. Again, we are going to be on hiatus after this episode. We will be coming back in January on January 8th. That's the second Tuesday of. 
January, we'll have January 8th, and then we'll lead up to the following uh, weekend after that. Um, split comes out. I'm not split, sorry. Glass comes <laughs> out. So we'll be reviewing that the following week as well. Um, and also, we're, our, our, our winner for the Suspiria giveaway, I'm going to tell you right now, it's Zach111 from YouTube. Woo! Thank you so much. Congrats. So hit us up uh, at Horror News PTN or on, on Insta and Twitter. Oh, that's so creepy. That's the girls coming after us because we're not rapping. They're going to murder us. <laughs> we got to get out of here. But yes, Zach111, hit us up on um, on after on at Horror News PTN. And also I'll comment with our email in the, in the comments for the last video. So don't worry. You'll get it. We'll get your information one way or the other. Also, I want to thank everyone in the chat for joining us live yes. today. And all the fans out there, if you're silent or you're heard, thank you so much for just being a, sh- a fan of the show. We really appreciate it. We really, um, this, this 2018 year was phenomenal for horror movies. And I was, I was just happy that we were able to, uh, to catch all of those. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm thankful for all the horror movies that came out this year. Yes. I'm thankful for the show and After Buzz and the platform that it provided me to share my love for movies and mm-hmm. specifically horror movies. And thankful for you guys as well for being my A once is day one <laughs> ride or ride or die homies Woo! over Absolutely. here. Really appreciate both of the both of you. Um, and yeah, so with that, we got to wrap up. If you want to say what you're thankful for real quick and wrap up, let's do it. I'm thankful for some hopefully free time to catch up on the horror movies yes. I missed and, and watch shows. more. Same. And shows, because there's so much good content out there. Hashtag first world problems. Too many things to watch. Uh, I, yes, I'm thankful that we have a platform to talk about our love horror because there wasn't one before and it's yeah. been a pleasure being host with you all. This makes it sound like a goodbye. Temporary But it's goodbye. not. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back. So, yes. And thankful for all of you watching, listening, commenting, live chat. It really helps round out the show and yeah. make us feel like we're not just talking into the void yes definitely thankful for you guys this is such a good time i feel so comfortable with you guys talking about horror one of my basically one of my favorite genres ever and just to be able to reach out to a whole bunch of different people around the world country whatever it's so cool that after buzz is uh, and everyone involved is able to be like this family and to be able to do that and it's a dream come true Mm-hmm. Yes. And also, lastly, thank you to Evan as well, because he joined me when we had our interviews mm-hmm. when you two could not, were, were tied up and could not make it. I didn't, luckily, I didn't have to do any of those alone because mm-hmm. I don't know how that would have gone. But I'm thankful for Evan Mack as and well, Steve. Coco Cena, and, and Frankenstein. Frank yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thankful for, Frankenstein? Oh, you know, just a fair amount of things. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. <laughs> All right, and with that, so I we bid you farewell to a great 2018. We'll catch you on 2019. We will be living on the gram and on Twitter, so catch us. Uh, stay, stay tuned on on our feed for the all that good stuff. And yeah, so uh, I've been your host, Anthony Becerra. Find me everywhere at Tony B Tony underscore on all social media platforms. And my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And I'm Ollie Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Go watch some horror movies. Go get bloody. Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.